It's not just about the tasks. It's not just about like the paycheck, but it's about like how I can show up in the world and how I can encourage others to show up in the world. It's about how I can teach my kids what's important. This is Sacred Works from The Branch. Throughout this series, we explore the meaning of vocation. Today, we have a story about finding your path and the importance of showing up as your true self. My name is Jason Katarski. I live in Grand Rapids. Been here for five years. Came from the Flint, Michigan area. And just came here for a fresh start with my wife's work and I had a lot of flexibility. So we wanted to be somewhere new and there was a lot of great stuff to move towards here for us. Uh, my wife went to college here and my in-laws were here, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. And then shortly after my wife's parents moved here too. So it's become this kind of like nest of family and it's been a really good place for our family to be. I am a person who has had many interests and my personality, I've a friend named it, it was based on a book. I don't remember the name of the book, but um, that I am a scanner is my personality where I am constantly uh, seeking new input and I get really excited about something for a long time and I dive in deep and then I get tired and then I move on to something else. And I might come back to that initial thing eventually. I've played in punk bands. That was kind of my like earliest like passion that really stuck around for a long time when I was like a teenager and into my early 20s and did touring and and stuff like that with my band and then when I started dating my wife kind of the the spirituality stuff was like starting to really come at me uh, for the first time in a way that like was was making sense and then I was kind of taking steps towards figuring out like where is God what is God how does that affect my life so I got really involved in a, in a church plant that was in the Flint, Michigan area called Wildwind. And that was like the thing that I dove deep into next. I did everything I could. I learned to play instruments differently so I could like play along with the church musicians. I showed up early to set up chairs. I volunteered in any way that I could because that community helped the idea of, of God like connect with me in a way that had never happened before. So like before long, I, I was on a track towards um, ministry. So I went back to school and kind of dove deep into that for several years, ended up being associate pastor of that church where I first became a Christian, my first like community of faith. It was a great experience. And then I wanted to continue to share that. So they sent me out to plant a church in the Flint area that kind of connected all of my passions. We met in a punk rock music venue in Flint, the one where I grew up playing music. And that was our kind of Sunday space that we that we shared together. But people didn't love the city the way that my wife and I loved the city. They were kind of more suburban people and wanted something a little easier. So our church that was like going strong one month, like hit a rough winter and we canceled services that gave the other families time to reflect. And we had like four families call on the same Sunday and say, we're out of here. We're going we're gonna to move on. We need something that's a little easier for our kids, better for our kids. But in my head, that was easier. That's how I interpreted that. We got pretty hurt. Like these people that started this church with us were like our friends, but it kind of dissipated in a way that felt like it was more formal kind of falling apart. That was hard for me. And it was actually harder for my wife, I think, because when those friends came to Pastor Jason to say, we're going to leave the church and move on, they came to me as Pastor Jason, but they didn't go to her as friend Lisa and say, hey, it's time for us to, to kind of move on. They kind of put that on rocky ground for 
for both of us. And we just kind of hid for a while. We had young kids and didn't go to church for like a full year and then found this super liberal church that was like speaking to us. But we didn't fit in to that community because it was just a very different demographic. So we ended up just kind of feeling a little lost and alone and needed something, you know. So my wife had heard about somebody who was a teacher finding this job for the Department of Defense where they would like ship a car for you to any other country and you would go teach in an English-speaking school for the government for like a two-year contract. And she's like, let's do that. Like, let's move to Germany or so, you know, like, but you don't really get to pick what country they send you to. So that was, that was kind of like, I was like, Hey, if we're talking about moving anywhere in the world, maybe we could like pick a place that like, we know we want to be. So we ended up considering Chicago and then ended up considering Grand Rapids because of the connections we already had here. So we had some stuff we felt like we needed to move away from to give us fresh perspective and a new start. Since moving to Grand Rapids, a lot has changed for the better. My wife loves her job for the most part. Pandemics tend to make things more challenging than they were five years ago when she was diving into the community where she's teaching now. I had been building a board game company. I started that as my church closed, and that was one of the reasons it was easier for me to to move away from my church role because I... I, my scanner personality, I instantly had something new to pour myself into. And that was a board game company. So I had started making board games for fun. I started working with other people as a publisher and helping them develop their games and bring them to the market. So that started as an experiment and then turned into kind of a part-time job. And then when we moved here, I said, well, this is the time that I should just focus on full-time because I don't have really anything else going on and it gives me flexibility to be with our kids when we need to be. So that was a really neat experience to like come to this new city and be stepping into this like dream job that I had kind of made up for myself and really like going for it. But as a 40 year old guy in a new city who I I had lived in the Flint area like my whole life. I I didn't go away to college. I traveled with my band, but that was for like, I, I was in New York City for one night, you know? So I didn't really spend much time anywhere else. So that was a new experience for me. So I didn't know what to expect, like living in a new city. And as a 40 year old man who works at home, it becomes really challenging to like build community and like, you know, have friends because how do you, how do you make friends when you're 40 and you don't leave the house? The work was kind of the thing that kept me um, focused and gave me something to look forward to something to put the energy into when other stuff wasn't going so well. Since then, like I I've, I've shifted again because I also really want to enjoy the work that I do. That's like super important to me. And my company is, my Green Couch Games is the name of my my board game company. It still exists, but I felt that like it wasn't sustainable unless I became a kind of person that I didn't want to be. Like chasing money all the time rather than like this creative expression that I was like focused on early on. So I've kind of shifted gears to kind of have that be a hobby again, something I still do, but taking away more of the the stress and pressure of like, how do I make this a successful business? I really feel felt like it was a grind and I was I was getting depressed. 
I was like having to like compare myself to everyone who was successful. So it kind of led me on this journey of like, what's next? What am, what am I going to do next? Kind of the next thing was a little bit about figuring out an avenue where I could be fully me and do meaningful work. Significance and meaning are really are just really important to me. So then I just like start to reimagine. I try to like imagine how could I be me and or where could I be me in a way that might provide a little more stability, a little more security for my family moving forward. I just wanted to find a place where I could be authentic because I think that that teaches something to people and teaches something to my kids where like you can be you you can use your gifts you can do meaningful things you don't have to follow the rules of like the culture that you're in just because it says you have to you know work a nine to five and hate your job and live for the weekend so i started to look for ideas for like what would be next and kind of looking for the common threads that like connected at all. My interest in people and like serving people. I, I often would like my, my church ministry and even in the board games scene, like I lit up when like people came to me and said, Hey, how do you do this? And I, I would just get really excited to like share what I had, you know, like for free and just say, well, this is what I did, or this is what I would do. I started hearing from friends, like a phrase repeating when they would come to me and ask for my thoughts, they'd be like, wow, I hadn't thought of that before. So there was, there was those kind of threads that were coming together. There was like doing something meaningful in the world. Like before I started a church, I just thought about all the things that like, that would mean for a certain community of people. Like that, what are these needs that are around us? It's like, I'm cramming all these things into my backpack over the years. And now I'm like, what's next? What do I do next? And a friend from the music scene was a librarian and he invited me to come and teach a program about how to make games to kids. So it was like all these things. And I'm like, oh, I get to like teach. And I had already developed a program for my old library in Flint to do something similar. But this friend from the music scene who was a librarian who said, hey, come and teach this thing. It'll be really fun. We'll get to hang out. We'll teach these kids about games and you'll get paid a little. I'm like, cool, that's awesome. So I ended up there. I'm teaching this, this one day course, you know, a few hours. And I'm talking to the library assistant and he's telling me about how he's working on his master's degree to become a librarian and how it's a really cool, like liberal, like open industry or field to go into because it's all about the sharing of ideas and information and maybe think about the programs and the, the things that I was taking my kids to at our library, just the story times or like special events, just how much culture and connection libraries offered to people. And the openness of uh, librarianship really spoke to me. So like within a week, like it was real quick. It was like July and then August was coming and that's when grad school applications were due. So I was like, what do you think about this? And my wife is very used to me starting uh, conversations with that sentence. Hey, I have this idea. Or like, what do you think about this? And I, I applied to school and I got in like two weeks later and it's been a year and a half and I have one semester left. So I'll hopefully find a job someday as, uh, as a librarian. It's not just about the tasks. It's not just about like the paycheck, but it's about like how I can show up in the world and how I can encourage others to show up in the world. It's about how I can 
teach my kids what's important. And it allows me to also be fully me as I, I get to help people like follow strange rabbit trails and I can continue to follow my own. It's an exciting time. It's very scary to be also the 40-year-old guy who is trying to start a new career again. And I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy for three years, sorting, sorting that idea out about like, what does this mean about me? You know, am I a failure because I don't fit the mold of like the standard like dad, you know, who goes off to work and brings home a big salary. But like sorting through that and continually being reminded that like there are other ways to contribute to the world around you and the people in your life. So vocation to me, it's more about the things you do, I think. And I think it's about who you are and how you show up. Like work is, is everywhere. Like all we do our whole lives is, is work. You know, like whether we're learning to like crawl or learning to read or uh, learning to, to, you know, to do a new task at, at, at a job. Those are all important things. And we're gonna, we're gonna do those. But how to do those things in a way that represents like who you are and points towards the person that you want to become. I think are at the heart of like what it means to like really dive into this idea of vocation. I would say that my vocation is to be a person that shows up and creates spaces where creativity is valued and where people are valued and where the work that you choose to do is meaningful beyond like the moment you do it. Impact and significance are things that I try to aim for. They're, they're just these things that I can't get away from. And I think that more and more I just see like that way of being as my vocation. I think I would just encourage people to do the work that you have to do and don't be afraid to like look around you and look for connection points. Like what brings you life? What makes the people around you feel valued? Like how do you offer yourself in ways where you notice that you're making a difference? I think following Christ or kind of figuring out your your spiritual path has everything to do with how you show up. That's what Jesus did. Jesus showed up. He showed up to people and he said, look around, there is more. There is meaning behind the meanings that have been created. If you dig a little deeper around you into the world and the culture or into yourself, there's this place where good things can spring up. And then he said, follow me and I'm gonna show you how we do that. And I think that like, that's a lot of what, what Jesus's life was about, what it was, what it was all about was just showing us how to show up 
in the way that, you know, the creator uh, intended for us to show up. You've been listening to Sacred Works from The Branch. Make sure to subscribe and learn more by visiting our website, sacredworks.net.